to another episode in Linklater's ESG Soundbite series. My name is Rachel Barrett and I'm a partner in the ESG team. Joining me for this podcast is Aileen Buchanan, who's a managing associate in the ESG team. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of remedy in a project financing context. What are the options? Why does it matter? Uh, and what role does it play? So in our series so far, We've talked through ENS issues in the run up to signing and getting the documents in place, for example, environmental and social due diligence and disclosure. What we're going to talk about today is what happens once the deal has been done, the financing is in place, um, and then an issue comes up at that stage. So, Rachel, do you want to talk through what you've seen in that situation when something com- goes wrong? After signing, what are the options for dealing with that? Yeah, so I think this area is really interesting um, because the approach is often slightly different um, to the approach in other areas. Uh, once you've got your, your deal all signed up, obviously um, an area of primary focus is going to be the terms of your finance document or your common terms agreement or whatever you've called it. Uh, and when things go a bit wrong or there's a breach uh, of a covenant or a rep, very often the first place people will head uh, is the events of default section of your document. Um, now, we'll often have a, a bespoke regime for environmental and social issues, and, and that's because they can often take a little bit longer to resolve than the number of other defaults. Um, and that tends to be reflected in the time periods attached to them. But actually, before you even get into your um, your default scenario, ideally, you want to fix things before you get there. And so very often you will see provisions in loan agreements um, which deal with uh, what's usually called a remedial action plan. So obviously it's in everybody's interest, um, lenders, export credit agencies, uh, sponsors and the borrower to make sure that when an issue arises, it's dealt with quite quickly um, and appropriately uh, and, and measures are put in place to make sure it can't happen again. And so that tends to be uh, conceptually what is reflected in the documents. And there's a, a, a collaborative approach uh, to fixing problems when they've arisen. So, Aileen, I think that's that's something we've seen a number of times. And it would be quite interesting, I think, to explore what that process typically looks like and how it's dealt with in the in the documents and in real terms what do we normally do and what do we normally see there thanks rachel yeah it's an interesting one there's no one set way to do this obviously um quite often though both sides like to have a process in place on how everyone involved will engage if something does arise because that gives everyone involved certainty that the issue will be dealt with and that they understand what the process for doing that will be and comfort that it will be will be addressed in a way that everyone is comfortable with. So the processes differ. Some are very light touch, the remedial processes we see. Um, in other cases, the lender and ECA group involved in the project might like to have a bit more control over what a remedial plan would look like. So it does vary from project to project. However, I think the key point is the one that you touched on briefly earlier, where actually if there's a satisfactory remedial plan in place and everyone is comfortable that it is being implemented and the issue is being dealt with, in many cases that means that there's no need to go into the ENS default scenario 
at all because everyone is comfortable that the issue is being addressed in a satisfactory way. Yeah, I think that's right. We've seen it done in a number of different ways. Um, and what really matters is everyone's clear um, what will happen um, if there's a non-compliance or something goes a bit wrong. Um, and, and there is a process that's collaborative and can get everyone around a table to make sure that they're comfortable um, with the plan to, to fix it. So for me, I think that the key takeaway from this quick chat is that that is very much the focus is on remedy. Um, and that's really important and, and an important part of the ongoing relationship between sponsors, the borrower and, and, and lenders and their underwriters. Yes, I think that's absolutely right. And the importance of agreeing the process in advance so that everyone knows if and when something does happen, how it's going to be dealt with. Thank you very much, Rachel. And thank you to you all for listening. Thank you.